Welcome in to the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Reminder, use code TRIPLEPLAY22 to get 10% off all the tools over at FantasyPoints.com. You've got DFS optimizers, you've got projections, you've got some of the best minds in the fantasy football game giving you numbers you need to know, so make sure you check that out as soon as you're done listening to us tonight. Welcome into another show, guys. Of course, we have Johnny, Eric, and the Bradshaw Thomas is back in the house tonight. Bradshaw, did you miss? did you miss us? I feel like it's been like three weeks since they last saw you. Man, I've been scrounging up money trying to buy the Washington Commanders. I need about $8 billion more. <laughs> a few more Greg Dorch hits, and then we're there. <laughs> exactly. Join the ownership group of uh, RG3, PFT, I think, uh, what's his name? McConaughey. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was in on it. I mean, it's a powerhouse group right there. Bezos, Jay-Z. I don't, Bezos doesn't need any of those people. I don't know why he's even entertaining. Brad, would you rather own a football team or have one dinner with Jay-Z? <laughs> own a football team. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> That's not I, hate, I hate those Twitter questions. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them so much. much. Well, uh, <laughs> for those that are listening, Look at Dave. Stick. Dave's flu game. game. We're, we're going to power through here. So for those that are listening, I apologize for my nasally voice and some coughing. But I got to ask you guys, we're in a bunch of leagues together, uh, some in the same league and others just throughout the entire conference or whatever. Uh, Johnny, how did you do overall in week nine? Week nine was a pretty bad week for me. Besides the Scott Fishbowl, I lost every game. Did you move uh, up the standings? Huh? Did you move up the standings in Scott Fishbowl? Yeah, like number 900. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're in the top 1,000. That's what matters. What about you, Doc? Uh, you know, split bag. Ever since I went like nine and zero that one week, I knew it was all downhill from there. And it's hard to go nine and zero in all your leagues every week. So the fact you got one is pretty cool. <laughs> and then, uh, Brad, what about you? This was probably my best week to date. I moved up to like six thirty eight in Scott Fishbowl because I have Mixon on so many of my teams. So mm-hmm. that was a, a great week for me. Except everywhere, except for I think the eleven amateurs one pro league that I'm in with with you guys. Yeah, you have a good team. Uh, just Jonathan Taylor, obviously not working out, and uh, a couple of things here and there. Um, and shout out to—I yeah, mean, I think I started like three and zero. Yeah, you did. Uh, it's tough. It's a long season, and injuries start to mount. It's happened in a few of my teams, but um, shout out to Jacob Dunn, Triple Play Zone Jacob Dunn, who's number seven overall in the Scott Fishbowl. So, uh, in the top ten, had a great week last week with Mixon and Justin Fields on his team. Um, so he is a powerhouse right now. And I believe that Scott Fishbowl said, if, or Scott Fish said, if the season ended today, I want to say it was like twelve hundred and sixty-eight points would have gotten you in, regardless of your record. Yeah. So, did I think you, we're any all of you guys? Playoff picture. Does any of you guys have that threshold right now? 
I'm oh, seven. Yeah, I, I have uh, 1,363 points. So you technically gotta, be in. Got to go four got, and zero these last two weeks to hit 13 wins. <laughs> yeah, but you can. I got a. Uh, I got 1396, so I'm in. Yeah, Johnny. So even far. if you're if you don't have 13 wins, he cuts it off at a certain point scored too. So like, if yeah, you that's what I'm banking on. But who knows? Could go and anything four, can happen anyway. once you get in. Yeah. Um. Well, let's look back. Besides fantasy and just the week that was week nine. Brad, give me your wow moment from week nine. It's definitely Mixon, man. I, I'm sure I'm stealing the rest of yours, but, you know, just him actually pretty much having a a basic year up until this point. Um, he's getting a lot of touchdowns vultured. He was getting a lot of uh, kind of bad offensive line play, not having a lot of holes. And then with the Bengals kind of being not so great the first few games of the year, that game script was kind of favoring the pass, so he wasn't getting a lot of touches in the second half. So for him to have this breakout game and really rock himself up the fantasy board was was pretty special. But yeah. that's the mix and special is now he'll go back to being regular. Or, exactly. Or regular for Very much so. I, I played against Mixon in three leagues. both and, my then, home- and then next year, everybody will point to, look at how many points he had over the course yeah. of the season when right. 50 of them are right. for one game. He's accumulator. <laughs> he does it like very sporadic. And then it's always I feel like at the end of the season when he goes on this run that changes his whole season around. So maybe he's starting mm-hmm. it a little early. Um, Doc, what about you? Yeah, so we talked about earlier how sometimes you think you know better than coaches. And, I mean, evident – Eric does at least. (laughs) You know, evident with the Rams-Bucks game. The Rams have a chance to win it. They have an awful run game, and they run it three times. And then the Patriots – get or the Bucks get the ball back, and they end up winning the game. And Cooper Cup, who's a pretty reserved guy, just sounds off after saying, if teams know that we're going to run three times, why don't we pass the ball? So, just – I think more. I think more teams need to play to win rather than avoid to lose. Um, you know, be a little bit aggressive with it. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. If they win the game, nobody's saying anything. If they pass and it's an incompletion, people are saying, "Why didn't you run the ball and make them burn a timeout?" But especially when you have a run game like the Rams, it just makes more sense to pass in those situations. It definitely does. Uh, shout out Rig, man. Uh, always joining the show here. Always appreciate you, buddy. Uh, love talking sports with you. Four. Now it's all four exceptional gentlemen since Brad is back. Um, <laughs> I'm climbing up the leaderboard in, in our uh, football league with him. There you go. Yeah, he's uh he had Eric and I in the Discord try to guess which one was your team in football I and in that. basketball, <laughs> and I got the football one right, but I was really shocked I didn't get the basketball one right. You you uh you missed out on my Ben Simmons love. That's right. That's right. Uh, Johnny, give us your Week Nine wow moment. I mean, it's got to be Justin Fields looking like a prime Michael Vick out there. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they really finally started to move the offense more towards his skill set than trying to force him to do something that he's not excelling at. I mean, he's played, you know, three good defenses in a row, uh, you know, New England, Dallas, Miami. That's and he's performed really well the past three games. And after languishing on everybody's bench, it's it's crazy that now he's going to be like a, a league winner or anything that mm-hmm. you can turn around and win with. I drafted him as my backup quarterback in um, one of my home leagues in the 11 amateurs, one tro- uh, one pro to back up Kirk Cousins. And I kept him for the first month or so, and then I dropped him. And <laughs> I was the one that waited longest on quarterback. And sure enough, now someone else has him picked up. And I offered him Cortland Sutton for Justin Fields since his starter's Tua. And uh, he declined it. So that hurts. Am, am, I re- am I remembering this correctly? At Ohio State, 
he was pretty much a pocket passer at Ohio State because he had an incredible line and he would. And he, I I saw a great collection of tweets where somehow we've had him written off as an inaccurate quarterback, but the thing everybody praised going into the draft was his accuracy. Yeah, now he's a running quarterback and they're using his talents. I I love the fact that they took. Uh, stuff from the Ravens and the Browns and a couple other playbooks and molded it to him. I, I think that's like new generation of coaching being like, hey, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. If they've got something that works, why would I not use that? So I think it's that fair. was re- really good of the coaching staff. And Rig says Claypool's superb pickup by Chicago, even though they overpaid, but he's going to accelerate their rebuild. Uh, I'm excited to see what the Bears do next year. They need to draft a wide receiver early next year. And I think allow like Mooney and Claypool to be the secondary options. And I think I'd feel better about it. They obviously have Khalil Herbert as their starting running back. The irony that they trade for Claypool. And then I think Fields has the most rushing attempts, 15. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty wild. And uh, Jasper here, thoughts on just uh, Jahan Dotson and and Josh Allen. I'm not holding on to Dotson. I feel like he's a dynasty asset. I'm I'm assuming he meant in redraft. Um, Josh Allen, it sounds like he's trying to play. The question is, does he? And I don't. They haven't released anything. I mean, you're, I think with Josh Allen, you're just holding on to him. You're not yeah, going to try and trade go, him. Go get a backup quarterback, even if you don't need them, just in case. You need to use a bench spot for that. Do you get a little worried about elbow injuries? He did throw 169 yards after the injury, so it's like maybe I don't know. Maybe he can fight through it. Um, Wentworth Scribner says, "Should I trade Pollard and Terry for Damian Pierce, 12-man PPR? I have Barkley." Justin Jefferson, Diggs, and Mixon. I wouldn't. I think I would. I don't think Tell I me would. why you would, David. Because Pollard is handicapped with Zeke there. I know Pollard is definitely going to have some weeks that he could be good, but his ceiling is really capped with Zeke there. Terry is a borderline flex play right now. Damian Pierce is at RB2. You set it and forget it every week. I'd rather have the definite Damian Pierce than banking on Tony Pollard being a, a solid flex play for me. I like that too, but, Davey. But looking at the rest of his team, he's already got Diggs and Jefferson. So he's not really using Terry. And then Pollard, like you said, he's handcuffed. Pa- I'm- it's essentially an upgrade from Pollard to Pierce at this point. Pollard yeah. has the highest upside out of anyone in here. Um, I, I mean, he has top five running back upside. And I just think like, Zeke is going to play and he's healthy, but what if he re-injures that PCL and he already has a bone bruise? Like, well, good thing you don't have to say what if for Damian Pierce because he's their starter and he gets that's right. carries. <laughs> yeah, I'm with. I think John and I are on the same page with that one. Uh, so it sounds like we're split. So I don't know if that helps, <laughs> but no, that's how we feel with Go that. Go with whatever reasoning you like better. Atlanta, where are they going to draft a quarterback this coming offseason to replace Mariota? Patterson is going to get them to division champs, perhaps. Atlanta has definitely been a surprise. Um, Didn't they? Don't they have a rookie quarterback? Not highly touted or anything. Yeah, they already they already have Desmond Ritter. I'm so, they have to give him a chance because you have to know if you're going to be in the market. Yeah, exactly. Why do they? They're winning. Why would they give him a chance? They're in like first place or a game back. Is Mariota you're going to go with your, him as your starter next year, or uh, Not Desmond next Ritter year, doesn't play this... the snap? This year, they could legit. I'm sure what you said is makes sense, but your uh, your mic cut off. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if he cut out on, on just me or everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jasper says he has both in redraft, picked up Garoppolo just in case. I think that's a good call. And Rick says Case Keem is the highest backup in the NFL just behind Jimmy. G. Nah, Tyler Huntley, baby. 
Hunley's pretty good too. I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up as a wow moment being the Jeff Saturday thing. I feel like that's been making ripple effects across the league. Love it. I love it. You know, I was thinking about the game action, to be honest. <laughs> can I say I think my wow moment is once Dan Snyder is gone as owner, I think Jim Mercy might be the worst owner in NFL. <laughs> so I heard them say that they think the Colts are intentionally tanking to try. I mean, that's why they you, keep Sam, Sam Ellinger in there. That's why they're having a coach come in. You might as well at this point. You get six losses. You have to pretty much win out to win the um, – to get to a wild card spot. But but what what has Ursay done besides luck into drafting Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck? They haven't done anything. Can you, They've been can you guys hear me on my mic? Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. <laughs> I think worst so, worst owner the, outside Dan Snyder. He's got he's got some baggage and some personal stuff too, but he's held that franchise. The reason back. I the reason I love this move is because I think it's gonna open up a lot of doors for giving actual players who understand the everyday, the ins and outs of everything, more opportunities to just skip the line and just actually do what, you know, they have, they believe that, you know, all this coaching carousel, the same, you know, 30 head coaches that get hired everywhere. Um, but the thing is, it's like they've been making the argument for a long time that a head coach is really just a CEO of a team. He cut out again. Yeah. Oh man. It's a it's all good. It's all good. The mic's a little rusty. How I wanted to know where he was going, because I was gonna say <laughs> Jeff Saturday doesn't seem like a good CEO to just jump into the position. The only I'm sorry thing he is said if, yes. If they give players more opportunities to coach right away, like what's the point of being an offensive line coach? Like if you don't have a way to get promoted, like if, if your pipeline dream is that much further to reach. Well, he cut keep in mind there's probably dozens of people that wanted that job and he literally just came out of from the sidelines and took it it's wild that, that their special teams like coordinator who's 30 years old is going to be the play caller now yeah it's a mess and i think they're doing it on purpose i think it was it was like the backup or the associate qb coach yeah like it's not even the the primary qb coach it's like the but i the saw junior. a weird tidbit that he had jim ursay officiate his wedding the, oh wow play that's kind of wild very weird um, it's it's wild that the Colts are like a game and a half out of first. Yeah, and it rates on board too. He are they really? Indy is. I think so. I yeah. had no idea they were that close. <laughs> Not for Webman Yama. Everybody's tanking for Webman Yama except the Wizards, unfortunately. Thoughts on sending Jalen Hurts? And this is from Chris Genova. Uh, I don't think I've seen your name before, so welcome to the stream, my friend. Um, Hurts for some value in getting Fields. So he's sending Jalen Hurts to get Justin Fields. I don't think I'm doing that. Nah. That's a lot of risk. Yeah. He's five and four, got Waddle, DJ Moore, Eckler. I don't yeah, I don't see there being a reason to do that. Hurts has literally done it all season, and Fields has done it over the last couple games. You can't bank that he's gonna keep up what he's doing oh, all season. I see what he's saying here. He's they, saying they, he's he got wants a lot to of get injuries. extra players too. Yeah, okay. I to upgrade the rest. I still don't I'd, do it. I might look I might look elsewhere to get that value. Maybe yeah, he, sell off DJ Moore or something. He said trading hurts and getting fields off waivers. Ooh. I would get fields off waivers first and then you think about your next move. You could even yeah. try and trade fields. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not bad. That's a you wouldn't, get as, you wouldn't get as much, but I mean, God, you get that depth. Off waivers just to be able to trade them is a good move. And you don't know for, unless you have like the number one waiver priority or something like that, you're not, you don't know for sure if you'll get fields. John, I think you're, I think you're spot on, John. That's the move. Sell, sell off fields once you get them. 
Yeah, I, I think that's the right way to go too. This would also be a great selling time for Fields. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I had Top them of the market. To um, all right, let's, as we always do now, the second half of the show, we're going to go into some sports betting. Um, John has something to tell you guys about sports betting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is something that needs to be done responsibly. Um, we don't actually condone it. This is just sort of hobby purposes and entertainment purposes. We don't condone gambling. It needs to be done responsibly and legally. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, we're not really liable for what you end up doing. Um, you know, again, our reasoning is is all for hobby and entertainment so we're not liable for anything else uh no one does it like you john um let me get that off of our screen the um oh there we go thank you brad whoever or whoever did that i got you um all right oh and there was one other question i was going to get to before and chris says he's got fab so i guess he's confident he can get the fab for uh for justin fields off waivers our buddy Vinny dtf says what would you want for alvin Kamara and dynasty that's an interesting question. I would want. Um, I mean, I don't know if you'll get it, but I would want like Ken Walker. No, <laughs> no, that's not happening. Um, I'd say realistically, you could get like this is probably the lowest Gabe Davis's value will be. So like Gabe Davis and Rashad White, and maybe oh, like a first a pick. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely want to throw a, a high pick in there. That's yeah. what I would go. I do definitely. I'd go with Eric, like a first round pick a backup running back, a young backup running back that has the path to be a starter, mm-hmm. and then maybe like a starting wide receiver. I think yeah. you guys hit the nail on the head with that. Um, so let's go and talk about some bets. As we were always kind of covered the Thursday night game, we have the Falcons at minus three at the Panthers. Do you guys like that um, that spread? Yes. I'm going Falcons to should cover that three. for sure. Falcons are only good when they're underdogs. Over, <laughs> over or under 43 and a half? Going over. That would be like a. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go I'm, under. I'm going under too. Thursday night games, I feel like always have lower scoring. And it's outcomes. and the Panthers aren't lighting the world on fire on their end either. No. PJ Walker is kind of on a thin leash, and then Baker comes in after him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime touchdowns are always fun to look at. Oh, so... let's see if Greg Dortch is on. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Cordero highest odds. It's yeah, no fun point. to do the highest odds, though. Cause... No, it's not. No. You're right. And those are bad odds. I like Terrace Marshall. Led Me the, too. Plus 240. Led the oh, Panthers in targets last day. Yeah, can Kyle Pitts Kyle repeat? <laughs> I would have thought he would have had people. longer odds on uh, Terrace I Marshall. I thought he would have, too. Uh, we're getting down to the... Uh, the he was ahead of, he was ahead Ooh, of Pitts. And Atlanta Drake defense. Martin. Right. I'd uh, take Atlanta defense for an anytime touchdown. Plus that six like low for a defense too. <laughs> that is low. I would have. I would have wanted like plus one thousand at least. The ghost of Brian Edwards is there, plus two twenty. Oh or my 2, god! I don't think he gets snapped. That is a lost draft class from the Oakland Raiders. That draft class, my <laughs> dude. Lord. They just cut their this, first yeah. round. Their yeah. first yeah. round pick, Jonathan Abraham. You can't complain how they're doing when you look at who they draft in the first round for the past ten years. <laughs> has Johnny? Has Jonathan Abraham been bl- been bad? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. How do they have all your first round picks from the last three drafts be this bad? The Mike Mayock Gruden magic. Shout out Josh Jacobs though. Yeah, no. When you when you know they're one for five or six or something, so <laughs> and they didn't even pick up his option, I don't think. They yeah, I, now he's gonna get paid too much. <laughs> yeah. Um I think I, I think I go Atlanta defense with the longest odds, even though they're not that great. I think I'm going to go. I don't love any of these. 
Um, I like a Drake London. He's been quiet for a few weeks in a row. I feel like he's due. David's I'll prepared take, to spend a lot. He got 50 in his account. I'll take Kyle <laughs> Pitts at plus 250. I'll take Demir Bird at plus 800. Ooh. That's a good oh, one. Eric, that's the one. Demir he's Bird. Been, Demir Bird. He's been really good. That's a, a shot in the dark there. A that's sneaky. not it's not he's pretty much there like wide receiver two now. It's really weird. He Baker makes some played, big plays too. Baker yeah, played man. fairly well that's last a good pick, week. Eric. Would you want Carolina to start PJ Walker or Baker Mayfield? I think PJ Walker. You know what you got with Baker. Same. I think I'd go with PJ Walker. I'd say Sam Darnold, to be honest. <laughs> I wanna know. I wanna know what Sam Darnold's got. Yeah, sure. activated him. <laughs> Yeah, their QB situation is awful. God, is it remember really last dead, year dead? when Sam Darnold was good for like the first four weeks of the season? Well, so strange. Every, everybody like has pooped on Sam Darnold. They said he was awful with the Jets, and then he said, "Oh, you have a redemption with the Panthers," and he was awful. He's just a bad quarterback. But are those the two like arguably worst places to have been quarterbacks? So does he fully like figured out at this point? Like, does he deserve another he, chance? He's getting the Josh Rosen treatment. Yeah. God, Josh Rosen, man, he just completely fell off. That, I'll never understand that. He got signed to some team like early this year, and then he didn't. He got cut before preseason. Josh Rosen. Um, okay, so that was a look at just some of the, the spread and anytime touchdown in this game. Um, if you guys have a game in front of you that is interesting to you that you'd want me to look at, I'm going to pull it up. We have Seattle at Tampa Bay, Jacksonville at Kansas City. Ooh, that's a good game. Take a look at uh, Packers Cowboys. Packers Cowboys. Why? <laughs> I mean, an anytime touchdown to like a fifth string wide receiver could be possible. That's, in this game. that's exactly why I was thinking. Okay. okay. Um, Let's see what the odds are for like Christian Watson to get a score. Why is, is he not... playing? He got another concussion. No, they said it wasn't. So, a concussion. Yeah. They said he got his, he got his, the wind blown out of him. And then uh, they just held him out. Cause he had a concussion last week. How is Dallas only favored by five points? They don't have that's the, another uh, thing. The touchdown odds yet it's too early in the week okay but like that? eric said dallas should be much bigger favorites i think no i think they should too i think that's a, a good spread to attack there i'm surprised it's only five points as well yeah there's so a lot be... of lines i like this week i like oh, you well saints minus two and a half at steelers saints that's it minus two and a half saints minus two and a half at pittsburgh Oh I my could see god! That. I could no. Nah, I like that spread. I, I mean, the They've Saints playing, are. Their defense has been playing well. And I they, think, yeah, they shut out the uh, vaunted Raiders offense. But they also can't score. That's no. true. That's true. Uh, Vinny says and Pittsburgh uh, isn't a terrible defense either. Would Swift in a high second be good enough for Camara for you? I wouldn't. Not with Swift. Swift, Swift is too injury prone. Yeah. I think he's going to be in a timeshare his whole career. He just can't stay healthy. I agree. Point. PJ Walker poops his pants. Yeah, he did. And Vasper uh, <laughs> says uh, Garoppolo, Josh Allen, Stevenson, Moore, Algier, Samuel, St. Brown. That's a rough bye week. Yeah, don't, don't, please that's don't rough. read all of those. I'm not going to read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of rough. I'm thinking the with, rosters with the bye weeks. Um, Another game I like, and and you know I'm hard on my 49ers. I like them to cover seven against the Chargers. Oh, I would love think? that. Seven's a big score. They have a beat up O line. The 49ers are fresh coming off a bye week, a Sunday night game. 
I mean, the the Chargers assume they don't have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. It's really just Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett. We play running backs very well. So that's true. I think they'll have to play from behind. I think it's going to be a good game for the 49ers D. Well, what about the one I have on screen right now? The Bucks is two and a half point favorites in Germany against Seattle. A team oh, that's this in Germany? In- yeah. Ooh. Hmm. I have no idea. I, I like try, the I try to stay that. away from those, those I like international the games. That. I mean, that's that's kind of surprising with Seattle being six and three and the Bucks being disappointing that they still are two and a half point favorites and they're not even at home. Yeah, it should I be a neutral. Take, it should be a neutral field technically being in Germany, but yeah, I think I take the man. I don't know because the, the Seahawks have a great offense, and the Bucks can't score, so I kind of want to stay away from the totals. Yeah, um, I think I do too. At the same time, two and a half is not a lot. It's almost like a pick up game, almost. Yeah, uh, this scares me. And Germany is a wild card. Yep. Everybody's traveling. It's I don't know. I, I'd probably stay away from this one. And uh, Jasper says, take the Bucks and the under. I like that. I think I actually would agree with you on that one, Jasper. And uh, Riggs says he agrees on that. Johnny, do you see the Raiders giving out a contract to Carr? So it's he signed mm. a big extension this offseason, but they have an out where they could cut him after this year with a lot of with not a lot of dead money. So that's going to be the million dollar question. But I just that's pretty much like an ultimatum if you're McDaniels. If you make a, a change at quarterback, you either win quickly next year or you're fired within a few games. John, they've blown, they've blown three games where they've had a 17-point lead. Why yeah, are they blowing these games? You're telling me. Because Derek Carr gets extremely cold. Okay. But also he, – He threw guys, 30 yards in the second half. Like, that's outrageously low. Well, also, of, Devontae Adams came to the Raiders in part because of Derek Carr. Exactly. So that's doubt. right. That's, that's like half the reason you want to keep cars because you get to keep Devonte Adams. Exactly. I agree. That's a, good, that's a very good point, Brad. Um, Andrew hops in the chat and says, Josh Jacobs for CD lamb. He has Henry Walker, CPAT at running back Cooper, St. Brown and Boyd. I would do that trade. I want CD plus something. Yeah, Henry. His running backs are solid, um, but his wide receiver one is, Saint yeah. Brown and his wide receiver two is Cooper. I don't know. I, Josh I Jacobs like, has been elite. If yeah, this is having P- Josh Jacobs in a flex spot is fantastic. Yeah. If this is if this is PPR, I like it. If it's half PPR, then I want a little more than CD. Yeah. Andrew, what's the the league format? Just so we know. Rick says I'll take a German sausage over the winner. <laughs> by the way, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Carr is definitely not the answer for Las Vegas. I. I saw a great comparison that he's the Mendoza line for a quarterback. Yeah. And I said, said that a couple weeks ago. It used to yeah. be Andy Dalton, and now, now it's Derek, Derek Carr. And they've just been stuck with him for so long. So, because <laughs> he can't. Are you doing the Mendoza ball. line like top 16? Or is uh, no, Mendoza's 2200, right? I, I, I think like just if you're talking like maybe not statistics specifically or anything, but just like okay. game breaking talent wise, like if you're better than Derek Carr. You gotcha. upgrade the team a lot. If you're worse, you'll probably get cut in a, a couple a season or two. Yeah, uh, and Andrew That's says 0.5 PPR, but he yeah, couldn't I'd get want it. more than CD. Fair enough, but he wouldn't budge. He said, "I love having Josh Jacobs in a, a flex, and he catches 100%. a few passes these days." Oh, he also want, has Kelsey. Too. I want Josh Jacobs in pretty much any any one of those scenarios. It would have to be 
um, CD Lamb plus another like running back I can start in the flat, like CD Lamb plus a Damian Pierce. So Andrew, it sounds like that for the most part we're against the trade. Um, but we're here live every single Tuesday night at 6.30. So if you have been enjoying hanging out with us, uh, you're welcome to come back with your questions every Tuesday because uh, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, um, and, when, and when C.D. Lamb goes off and Josh Jacobs doesn't do well, he can <laughs> come rub it in. Well, you know what? I was the one that said he should do the trade. You guys just out-muscled uh, me. So, <laughs> there you so go. at least one of us said we should. he should do Something it. Something for everybody on there this show. There you go. Um, let's do a couple more lines here just before we get out of here. Jacksonville and Chiefs minus nine and a half for the Chiefs. I think that's too many points. I don't. Really? I don't the either. Not that good. <laughs> I think the Jags are good, but the Chiefs are clicking. And then they're gonna get Tony Moore in the mix this week. They gave they gave up twenty and one half against against Las Vegas. They'll give up thirty and one half against the the uh, Kansas City football team. I want to um, shout out my buddy Jordan Vanek, who does a lot of DFS stuff and just reads a lot of coverage data for the thirty third really team. And um, he tweeted out something earlier that I thought was interesting. And I'm uh, scrolling to try to find it here. This is good radio. Um, shout, here out, we go. shout out Jordan Pat- Vanek. I read, he's really good. Yeah, he is. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had 78 dropbacks on Sunday night. He was blitzed on four of his 78 dropbacks. The Titans ran a ton of cover one to close off quick passing lanes and trusted their pass rush. When they went to zone, it was primarily cover four. The NFL should take note of this game plan because the Chiefs barely scored 20 points. It took them going into overtime to do it. So, I feel like this was the recipe last year, and then he had a few games where he broke it, and then, you know, just sort of a cycle. Well, yeah, I, I, think, I remember hearing this this last last year too. Well, I think it's one of those things that if you're a good team, you'll adjust. And um, the Chiefs, when they the teams threw cover two at them, they just had two safeties deep. So Mahomes couldn't go deep with the ball, and he just kept wanting to take shots. So he threw a lot more picks, and he just started to have to take where the uh, what was given to him. And he eventually started just slicing and dicing them. They did the same thing with Joe Burrow at the beginning of the season and Josh Allen too. So I think like any type of coverage, if you're a good team, then you're going to eventually figure out a way to beat it, but that could take a few weeks before your team has a firm grasp of how to beat a certain coverage. And NBA um, rigged. We're can not I share the article? Yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't an article. It was a tweet. But um, if it's you want to follow Jordan, Jordan Vanek, Vanek on DFS, if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at Jordan Vanek, V-A-N-E-K, DFS. Um, he does do articles on the 30th. That one was just a tweet. That's a, he's actually he's a must follow. Jasper's like fifty dollars in that FanDuel account in there. Let's triple that. <laughs> get that money. Yeah, I don't should I just throw it all in one bet? We'll see. Don't count other people's money, Jasper. <laughs> no, he's right. I I got I won fifty bucks this past weekend, so I uh put it all on uh, the triple play parlay. <laughs> we haven't done oh, that. Yeah, yet. shout out shout out to the single person that won the Powerball. Who won? they literally even taken the lump sum. And taxes, that's like close to a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to ruin their life. Where was the money? Where was the winning ticket found? California. Uh, California. Wow. So, what? They're going to be able to buy a one bedroom studio? (laughs) 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 Yeah. With prices these days, that'll be half their money. Um, All right. Well, we went through some betting lines. Doc, you gave some really good ones when you were looking through them. So, I'm definitely going to take advantage of the ones you read off. Thank Um, you, David. And if you guys are enjoying the fantasy and betting content, please make sure you guys like the video. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel. We go live every single Tuesday night at 6.30 Eastern time. Um, So if you have questions and you want to come hang out with us here and um, 
have your fantasy questions answered or just chill with the boys, grab a beer, anything like that. It's all good. We're here to just have a good time with you guys. And um, yeah, obviously, hopefully help you win some money if you do it responsibly. Uh, boys, anything to plug in terms of what's coming up? I'm plugging flu shots. David can attest. You should have gotten your flu shot. They're saying it's going to be a, an early and tough flu season this year. Yeah, I need to go get my flu shot. That is the truth, Johnny. Go get your flu I shots. Need, I need to get my flu shot as well. And also, you can catch me doing NFL and NBA articles on FantraxHQ.com every week. And you're going against Rig this week, so you better be ready. <laughs> the doc <laughs> Yeah. What is wrong with him? And uh, Jasper, you're on board. You're a good dude. Um, for the ghost of Doc who left, for Brad Stradamus, for Johnny Foosball, I'm Demendi. We're going to make like a bread truck, and we're going to haul these buns. Talk to you guys next week.